I'm not pulling on my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another Drive to Work, Coronavirus Edition. Okay, so today's podcast came from an idea from my blog. Um, somebody was interested in me talking about the 45 color-shifted cards from Plane Shift and talking about um, are they in the correct colors. So let me explain what the color-shifted cards are, and then I will go through and walk through each of the color-shifted cards and talk about where they came from and how it color-shifted and whether or not it's in color or not in color. So today is a, a very color pie-infested episode for those that uh, are infused. Infused episode, maybe it's a better word. Uh, okay, so... Go, Back many years, so we decided, I decided to do a time-themed block. Time Spiral, and then Planner Chaos, and the Future Site. Uh, and early on, so Time Spiral was the second set uh, once I became head designer. The first set was Ravnica. The second set was Time Spiral. And I was really, really into the idea of block planning, of doing, you know, having the block be something in a larger sense. And so... I knew I wanted to do a time theme, and the idea I came up with is what, well, how do you divide time into three parts? Well, how about past, present, and future? Okay, well, past made a lot of sense. We could show off cards from the past. We could make a, a, what we call a time-shifted sheet, which are all these cards from the past that showed up, and we had a new card frame, so they showed up in the old card frame. Uh, and future site, the future said, oh, that made sense. I'd, I'd hint at things from the future. Um, but the problem with the present is, well, isn't the present just normal magic? How, how do we make the present exciting? How do we, like, how is the present just not, eh, normal magic? Uh, and the idea I came up with was the idea of an alternate reality present set, where it's set in the present, but not the normal present, an alternate reality. What if magic had been different? And so the idea of the alternate reality was that we would mess around with the color pie saying, well, what if... The colors had the same philosophies. We didn't change the color philosophies. What if we just had made different decisions on how to execute? For example, uh, we use card drawing in magic to represent knowledge. But what if instead it had represented the growth of green rather than the knowledge of blue? And so the idea was that we were playing around with like a what if. So Planner Chaos was what if the color pie had just ended up differently? That, that was the idea behind it. Um, it turned out to be problem-causing because once we make cards, they exist, and the idea that this color pie isn't real. Like, even now in my blog, it's a running joke of how I say we don't do something, and someone says, but you did this card, and they show me a Planner Chaos card. Um, but anyway, so we had done a uh, time-shifted sheet in Time Spiral, which were cards from the past. They were cards in the original card frame, just 121 different cards from the past. Uh, just a, a wide selection of cool different things that we had done. Um, future site, we ended up doing a future shifted sheet where, um, there were cards potentially from the future doing things we had never done before. Uh, for this set, we did, uh, the time shifted sheet was color shifted. So what we did is we took cards in magic that existed in one color and in this new color pie, they existed in a new color. Some of the cards were us shifting things into colors they should be. I'll get to that. Some of them are us shifting the things that made sense within this alternate color pie. But anyway, we were trying to show cards in different forms. So uh, what I'm planning to do today and probably in my next podcast, I think this is a two-podcast thing, is I'm going to walk through. There's 45 color-shifted cards. I'm going to walk through each of the color-shifted cards, talk about where it came from, and then sort of talk about what we were doing with it. So we're going to go in collector number order here. So we're going to start with Calciderm. So Calciderm, so Calciderm is two white, white, five, five, it's a beast, vanishing four, and it says Calciderm can't be the target of spells or abilities. 
Um, okay, so the original blastoderm was from Nemesis. Uh, so the original blastoderm, interestingly, um, had fading and not vanishing. So fading, the way fading work is you came with a certain number of, uh, was it fading counters? Time, time, I think it was time counters. You came with a certain number of fade counters. Uh, vanishing did time counters. But you came with a certain number of fade counters. <clears throat> and then... On any turn that you couldn't remove a counter, it went away. So it came in with three fade counters. Uh, turn one, turn two, turn three, turn four, it would go away because you, you removed it. That confused people because people kind of felt like, well, when you remove the last counter, it went away. So in Planar Chaos, we uh, we did Vanishing. And Vanishing was just, it was already an alternate reality set. Well, what if we just took a mechanic that we felt we did a little bit wrong, which was fading, and bring it back in a slightly ver uh, new version, which is Vanishing. Vanishing is the same thing as fading. The only difference is, um, it. so basically what we did with Calciderm is we took Blasterm, we added one to it, so it's Vanishing four rather than fading three. But fading three meant it's, you've got to attack with it three times. Vanishing four means you've got to attack with it three times. So it's essentially the same card. Um, as you'll see on other cards, I think we did change the creator on some of the cards. In this one, it was Beast. We kept it Beast just because Beast shows up on multiple things. But um, this was us just sort of taking the essence of um, what it was and... Like, part of the fun of this set of color shifting is finding different ways to do it. Where we can, if we could keep the card exactly the same as we did here with Beast, um, notice we changed Fading to Vanishing. So we did, as we go through, these cards are redone versions, color shifted versions. There's tiny changes we'll make. I'll talk about them when we get there. Um, but anyway, that is Calciderm. Next up, Moloch of the Dawn. Two white-white, 2-4 white, uh, creature, an angel. Flying, white, 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 regenerate Malak of the Dawn. Okay, so Malak of the Dawn is Ghost Ship. So Ghost Ship is from the dark. Um, so Ghost Ship is exactly the same, except it is... Um, I think in the original dark, it was just ship. It was summon ship. This is before... Uh, back when it was summon. Uh, so it was a ship. So we did change the creature type. We made it from a ship to an angel. But originally, this was a ghost ship. Uh, is what it represented. Now, the funny thing is, blue never really had regeneration. I think this might be the only blue card that regenerates. Um, and it costs three blue mana to represent how hard it is to regenerate it. I think they made a ghost ship. They felt it makes sense in blue, and they thought a ghost ship would regenerate. This is back in early Magic where they would match the card mechanics to what the card was, rather than... There, there's no larger sense of color pie in that sense, meaning... Uh, I mean, they recognized that regenerate was hard for blue to do, so they put three blue mana to regenerate. Um... But nowadays, like, if, if a color doesn't do something, we don't do it, but weak, we don't do it. Because it's very hard to communicate something is weak. Um, anyway, so, uh, um, Malak of the Dawn was just Ghost Ship. Uh, we, regeneration was something that, interestingly, oh, I, I, right. Normally, in normal magic, regeneration was in black and green. But we were doing an alternate uh, color pie. So in this alternate color pie, regeneration was white. And the idea being white is rebirth. You know, but white, white, the idea of white has already a little bit of, like there's a little bit of white getting things back from the graveyard. And we're like, well, what if part of that, like white is the color of healing. You know, what if you played into regeneration as healing? And like, oh, well, white, white. So it made sense that if we were shifting regeneration, white made the sense of where that would be. Um, so anyway, we, we went to white. Okay, next up is Mana Tithe. Uh, Mana Tithe is, costs one white mana. It's an instant. Counter target spell unless this controller pays one. So, uh, Mana Tithe is Force Spike. 
So Four Spike was originally from Legends. Um, and uh, it, w- the idea here was um, that we shifted some of the counterspelling into white. Uh, so the idea is white does taxing. This is taxing. Now, the interesting thing was this... Some of us doing Planner Chaos definitely made us, we were exploring a little bit. And this was us exploring and what if White did a little bit of counterspelling? So um, this was us playing in that space. We did a few cards since then, not, not a lot. Counterspells, while they have their fans, they're not super popular. So um, we, we've dipped our toe a little bit into White Counterspells. I do think White, by the way, can do delaying effects and do taxing effects. So both those make sense, in, even in normal color pie. Um, but obviously we were playing it in, in here. Next up is Mesa Enchantress. So Mesa Enchantress is Viduran Enchantress, uh, which I think is from Alpha. Is that right? Um, I believe it is from Alpha. Um, oh, but I spelled it wrong. How do you spell Viduran Enchantress? Um, so Mesa Enchantress. Um, oh, Verdurn. I misspelled Verdurn Enchantress. So Verdurn Enchantress, um, yes, was from was from Alpha. Um, and the idea was it cared about enchantments. Well, what if white cared about enchantments? Now, the weird thing about this card, which gets me in a lot of trouble, is, um, white is, white's card drawing is something that we're always sort of, uh, questioning how we want to handle it. Um, this card lets you draw more cards than I think white normally wants to let you draw. Um, but the idea was we took a card that was green, uh, and said, well, white is more the enchantment color than green's the enchantment color. What if we took this sort of staple of enchantment decks and stuck it in white? So that's how it ended up in Mesa Enchantress. Uh, and it's a human druid. Um, I think the original Verdurn was a human... Oh, it is a human druid. We kept it, we, we kept it the same. So it's also a human, dru- a human druid. Um, yeah, so this card didn't change too much. This literally is just doing it in white. Note, by the way, that when we did the mana cost and everything, everything stayed the same. I mean, we, we tweaked... We updated rule text a little bit, but we, we... The card... The idea of the card was these were exactly... They were supposed to be exactly the same. Okay, next is Mycologist. One in white for a 0-2 human druid. Uh, creature, obviously. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, put a spore counter on Mycologist. Remove three spore counters from Mycologist. Put a 1-1 green sapling creature token into play. Sacrifice the sapling. You gain two life. Okay, so this card um, is Elvish Farmer, which is from um, Fallen Empires. So uh, Elvish Farmer was an elf. Uh, obviously, we, we made this a human druid rather than elf because elves and green didn't make much sense. Uh, other than that, though, it still makes saplings. It even makes green saplings. I think we talked about changing the creature type of this. Um, but I think our worry was if we moved too far away from the original, it wouldn't feel like a color shift. So I think the idea is we were willing to change the creature type, but we tried not to change the text where we could. So if it made a token, I think we tried to keep it the same token. So this white card still makes a green token. Um, so the reason we move this here is um, it makes tokens. Uh, when the game first started back around, you know, Fallen Empires was second year of Magic, um, green was king of all tokens and made a lot of the little tiny tokens. Since then, white had become... We had we we divvied up so green had the biggest creatures, but white had the most creatures, and that white became king of making the one one tokens, one one two twos, and then green, while it made it occasionally made one one two twos, it also made the bigger tokens. 
Um, and so this was us just taking something and I think shifting it to where, like, some of these cards were playing in the new space that was the alternate reality. And some of these were us just saying, oh, this card could be done nowadays, but it would be in this color. So this was just us color shifting uh, into white. Uh, and the idea is it makes tokens. That's white. It sacrifices the tokens for life. That is white. The, it's a little quirky in that um, uh, normally white cards do not sacrifice other creatures. Um, but you could imagine making saplings that have the ability to sack themselves. To get, like, white creatures can sack themselves to help others. So um, that little tiny quirk probably would be different if we made it as a white card. Uh, but we were doing color shift to card. Okay, so next, Porphyry Nodes. So Porphyry Nodes costs one white mana. It's an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, destroy the creature with the least power. It can't be regenerated. If two or more creatures are tied for the least power, you choose one of them. When there are no creatures in play, sacrifice Porphyry Nodes. So what is Porphyry Nodes? This is a card called Drop of Honey from Arabian Nights, going way back. Um, the interesting thing about Drop of Honey is it's a card that kills creatures. Green's weakness is it's not supposed to be able to kill creatures without the use of other creatures. It can fight and things. Um, so this card was way out of color. And I think the idea on some of these, it was fun to like take a card that we thought was a neat color, just wildly out of color. And so we put it in the color that we thought it would be. Um, it, this card would either be white or be black. I mean, it's a creature-killing card. Um, we like the idea, the reason we put it in white is that it cared about power and it slowly... Um, it, it, it killed the biggest thing, which is white. white's the color that tends to kill big creatures. Um, so that made sense in white. Okay, next up. Uh, Revered Dead. So one in white for a 1-1. One, one, white, Revenerate, Revered Dead. So Revered Dead is Drudge Skeletons from Alpha. Um, once again, we had moved regeneration into white. So in this set, regeneration was a white thing, not a green and black thing. So we were looking for, like, one of the things we did is we looked at all the cards, like, all the abilities we had shifted into new colors for the set, and we looked at cards that were just generally out of color. So either you were normally out of color and we put you in the, in the right magic color, or we were you were okay in your normal color, but we had shifted for the set, and we moved into the card we had shifted into. Okay, next up, Sinew Sliver. Uh, one and a white creature, Sliver. It's a 1-1. One, one. All Slivers get plus one, plus one. So this is Muscle Sliver from Tempest. Uh, and the idea was that we had made Muscle Sliver, I, I think because the idea was for one and a, for two mana, you got a 2-2, two, two, which at the time w was green and grizzly bears. We eventually decided that white should be able to get a 2-2 for 1-W. So, and white being the pumping color made more sense. Um, Crusade effects are more white than they are green. Not that green can't do them, but this made more sense. So we moved Muscle Sliver into white. Next, Sunlance. Uh, so this is a card called Strafe. Well, so Sunlance is uh, white, sorcery. Sunlance deals 3 damage to target non-white creature. So Strafe uh, was a red card um, from Plane Shift. Um, and it, it just deals three damage to a target non-red creature. Um, so in this version, we let white, uh, we were messing with the color pie a little bit. So this is white destroying something. Normally, if white's going to kill something, I mean, t permanently remove it, either it's expensive, it costs like five, six mana, or, um... It, it, it's usually involved in combat. Like, it's sort of, it's it's damaged you or attacked you or someone got in combat with you. So this card is definitely, this is one of the cards that bring, gets brought up all the time on my blog because white really isn't supposed to do this. We were trying to mess around a little bit in the space and said, well, what if white 
what if direct damage was a little bit more in white than it is now? And the idea here was, oh, well, it's non-white, so white goes well. I don't harm, you know, good creatures like white creatures. Uh, white, white, considers, uh, white considers white creatures to be good, mostly. Um, so anyway, we put that there. This is definitely one of the ones that... Um, one of the problems with the set is we definitely gave tools to colors that they, they don't normally have that in formats like Commander now where you can play them, uh, it gives access to something that was meant to be an experimental, you know, it was, if I could have kept this in a bubble where you couldn't play it outside the bubble, I would have, uh, but I didn't quite think that through. So anyway, uh, Sunlance is definitely one of those cards that, uh, makes me have to talk about it. Okay, next, Anne Chronicler. So Ann Chronicler's three blue blue for a star star creature. It's an avatar. Ann Chronicler's power and toughness are each equal to the number of cards in your hand. Suspend X. X three blue. X can't be zero. Okay, so Ann uh, Chronicler. Oh, sorry, sorry. Ann Chronicler. Sorry, that's not the right card. Uh, I, I was. Uh, that's a blue card, but I need to look at the blue color-shifted cards. That's not a card. I was like, wait a minute, what card is that? Okay, so Frozen Aether is the first card. So Frozen Aether is three and a blue enchantment. Artifacts, creatures, and lands your opponent's control come into play tapped. So Frozen Aether is Kismet. Uh, Kismet's from Alpha. It's a white card. Um, I don't know why it was white originally. Like, the idea of things... Well, I mean... Funny thing is, we have shifted back around uh, of maybe white is a taxing thing, so something coming in play tapped is going to be thought of as taxing. Um, so we have kind of come back around to that, but the idea of something coming in play tapped, blue is sort of king of things tapping or not not untapping, uh, and so it, it, it made it cool to move Kismet into, into blue. Next, Gossamer Phantasm, fly, uh, one, bl- one in blue, flying. When Gossamer Phantasm becomes a target of a spell or ability, sacrifice it. Two, one. So Gossamer uh, Phantasm is Skulking Ghost. So Skulking Ghost was from Legends, I think? Is that right? Skulking Ghost is from... Oh, Mirage. It's from Mirage. Um, so the funny thing about this is uh, what we call the Skulking ability, which is when you target me... Uh, you sacrifice the creature. We have since moved from black, which is where it start into blue. Originally, it was more like a ghost-themed thing. We've moved it now into more an illusion thing. So notice that the original card is a ghost, is a spirit, uh, and this card is an illusion. Um, so this is something... So there are some things that we sort of examine in um, Planar Chaos and then kind of change magic. So this is us going, hmm, maybe this makes more sense as an illusion-themed thing than as a ghost theme thing, just because we do more illusions in blue than we do, we do sort of spirits in black. Um, okay, next, Merfolk, Merfolk Thaumatologist. Two in a blue for a one-two Merfolk wizard. Tap, switch target creature's power and toughness until end of turn. So this is Dwarven Thermatologist. Uh, I think Dwarven Thermatologist is... Uh, where is Dwarven Thermatologist from? Uh, it is from... Oh, Weatherlight. It is from Weatherlight. Um, so anyway, uh, power toughness changing is something we had done in red for a while, but we decided it made a little more sense in blue, and so now it's more done in blue. I think red red can do it. I think this is a case where it overlaps, where both red and blue do this thing. In fact, red and blue both still do it. Um, we do it more in blue than red these days. Um, but anyway, we took it and we moved it over. Um, that's another example of just, it's a card that could exist in two colors, so we put it in the second color. Okay, next, Ovenize. One in a blue, target creature loses all abilities and becomes a zero-one creature until end of turn. It's an instant. Uh, so, Ovenize is humble. 
Uh, Humble is from, I think, uh, Mirage, I believe. Um, Urza Saga. Humble's from Urza Saga. I, did, I made Humble way back in the day. Um, so the funny thing is, Blue does do transformation. And I think we're like, okay, well, if Blue did transformation, maybe in this alternate reality, Blue could do this kind of transformation. We don't actually do this kind of transformation, at least not instant to zero one in Blue, because we don't want Blue using it as a direct kill spell where if you just block my creature, I turn into a tiny thing and it dies. So we will change things into small things at sorcery speed or as an enchantment as an aura, but we don't tend to do it instant speed at, at, to a zero one. We'll make it a three three or something. We'll make it a bigger creature, but not a zero one. Okay, next piracy charm. Choose one target uh, cost a single blue mana instant. Choose one target creature gains island walk until end of turn. Target creature gets plus two plus two in, plus two plus plus two minus one until end of turn. Or target player discards a card. So piracy charm is. Um, uh, funeral charm, and funeral charm. I think funeral charm is. It's, it's. I think it's visions. It's either visions or mirage. It is visions. That's right. Uh, so the original, the black card. Target player discards a card. Target creature gets plus two minus one, or against swamp walk at the end of turn. So we changed it from swamp walk into island walk. Um, but in this version, we changed discard from being a black thing to being a blue thing. Uh, the idea being that black mates, that blue also messes with the mind. So if we had reimagined the color pie, well, what if blue was a discarding color instead of black? And the thing that was cool was um, we had also messed with blue being forced color changing of the opponent, like we'd done with Oven, Oven Eyes. So, like, okay, we'll take this. Um, if we change Swamp Walk to Island Walk, blue can get Island Walk. Changing the shape of things we're saying is blue and, and negatively is, is, is okay in this thing and discarding cards is okay so all the things end up being something that in this version blue could do this is i think i mean blue does do some targeted like target player discards their hand and draws cards so blue does and it has some old old cards like amnesia but blue does messing with mind things and does a little bit of discard in that it can force you to like discard your hand to get a new a new a new hand um but anyway in this set blue does straight up discard Okay, next, Primal Plasma. Three and a blue. As Primal Plasma, uh, it's a star star elemental shapeshifter. As Primal Plasma comes into play, it becomes your choice of a 3 3 creature, a 2 2 creature with flying, or a 1 6 creature, a 1 6 creature with defender. So Primal Plasma, you'll notice, by the way, that in the name is primal, it's primal clay. Whenever we could, by the way, we tried to make nods to the original in the name. So the names where we can are, are making a throw there. So primal clay uh, showed up uh, in alpha, um, and uh, I think it was in alpha. Is that right? Let me check back here. Uh, primal clay. Yeah. Oh no, no no sorry it was antiquities it was antiquities so first it was in the it was in the core set but it first shows up antiquities um, so that was an artifact creature so we changed it from an artifact creature and I think um, is it modern I think it's now yes it's now a shapeshifter when it was first printed artifact creatures didn't have creature types um, but anyway um, uh, so we turned it from an artifact creature into a blue creature blue card. Shapeshifters are more blue, so it felt like, oh, this made sense as a blue creature. Blue is uh, one of the colors that it was flying, so making 2-2 flatter made a lot of sense. Um, and so anyway, it just felt like this made sense as a blue creature. Um, okay, next, Riptide Pilferer. 
One in a blue, one one, it's a Merfolk Rogue. When Riptide Puffer deals combat damage to a player, that player discards a card and morph blue. So Riptide Pilfer is Headhunter. So Headhunter um, was from Onslaught Block. Uh, it was from Onslaught, yeah, it was from Onslaught. Um, so basically what we did is blue was the color of discard in the set, and uh, morph was a mechanic that we ran through all three sets. In um, Morph showed up in all three sets in the Time Spiral Block. So we thought it was kind of cool to take... Uh, one of the things you'll notice, by the way, is... Time Spiral Block is very willy-nilly with just having mechanics in it. Like, here's Morph! Yeah, sure, Morph's here! Um, but anyway, we did do a Morph card. We thought there was a cool opportunity to do a card that made sense in the shift color shifted. Okay, next. Serendib Sorcerer. So Serendib Sorcerer is one blue, blue, one, one, human wizard. Tap target creature other than Serendib Sorcerer becomes a zero, two until end of turn. So Serendib Sorcerer is Sorceress Queen. Um, so Sorceress Queen... Is that Arabian Nights is my guess? Uh, is it Arabian Nights? It's a Sorceress Queen. Uh, it's a sorceress. Uh, and this is a uh, sorcerer. We made a human wizard. I, I don't think we supported sorcerer. I think sor sorcerers, sorcerer and sorcerers became wizard at one point. So um, I think when you go... Let me check real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. So Sorceress Queen is a human wizard now. So uh, it, it had been updated to a new creature type. So this creature matched that creature type. Um... But anyway, uh, so it's just, uh, once again, blue is the color in this set that's changing other people's creatures into things. Uh, like, normally, blue can change its own stuff and can do a little bit of changing opponent stuff, but not into smaller stuff, usually. Um, so, I mean, blue can use it, but usually not as a means of creature destruction, where in this set, we let it do more creature destruction. Okay, the last blue color shifter card was Sarah Sphinx. So, three blue, blue, four, four. Uh, it's got flying and vigilance. Uh, and it's a Sphinx. So this is Sarah Angel uh, from uh, Alpha, from Original Magic. Uh, so we changed it from an Angel, which is White's iconic, to a Sphinx, which is Blue's iconic. So like, well, imagine if just when it, the game started, it was a Blue thing. And also, kind of imagine like uh, we had figured out the, the iconics earlier than we, we did. Alpha Sphinx wasn't really a thing we did in Alpha. But just imagine, it's it's uh, alternate reality. We, we'd figured that out in this alternate reality. Uh, so Sarah Sphinx became... Uh, or, or, or should I say, um, uh, Sarah Angel became Sarah Sphinx. Okay, how are we doing? I'm going to do a little bit more just because uh, I got I got a bunch of cards to get through. So how many do I have left? So it was 45, which means it's nine per... Oh, maybe maybe this is a good ending point. Maybe this is a good ending point. Okay, I'm going to end here. Um, so anyway, I hope you guys are enjoying this. Uh, one of the things that's been really interesting about, about the... Hopefully you're seeing today is... Um, there, there really were two completely different tasks in, in the color pie, in the color shifting cards. There was us messing with the alternate color pie, and there us, were us finding old cards and putting them where they should be, uh, or where I think they could be. Like, a lot of things, if you hear me talk about it, is we would discover things that we then would advance toward, like the illusions, the skulking on the illusions, where we're like, you know what? Yeah, it should do that. Or we did a little bit of white counterspell. Or we did, like, like, there are different things where we were playing in space, and then we stuck there. Um... The other ones were uh, was the, us moving stuff around, and the reason I regret those stuff is they're just things kind of in colors that aren't really supposed to be in that color, but magic is magic. If the card exists, the card exists, and so um, the, the the thing that makes me mad about Planar Chaos, I mean, to myself, not to you guys, is I was messing with something that I kind of shouldn't have been messing with, and now that I mess with it, I forever muddied the waters. 
Um, like, like I say, it's, I don't think a month goes by in which someone is like, please do this. And I go, we don't. And they go, we, but here you did. And like, oh, that's planar chaos. So if you, if you haven't been my blog yet, that is a running joke in my blog. So, but anyway, guys, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Um, I, I decided not to jump in because we have, we're getting into black. So I, next podcast, I will jump into, I'll do black, red, and green next podcast. So anyway, guys, uh, I'm at my desk. So we all know what that means. I mean, this is the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.